Hello, and welcome to Prehealth Particulars. I'm Mindy Calvillo, the General Advisor in the Prehealth Office here at Baylor. And I'm Coco DeMaro, Prehealth Academic Advisor in the Honors Program. On today's episode, we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're just going to be covering some common questions that we get asked from students in regard to the math classes that are prerequisites for pre-health programs, so statistics and calculus. So one of the common questions we get is, where can I take calculus? Is it okay to take it online? Is it okay to take it at community college? And the answer is yes. For most if not all pre-professional designations. Taking it online is fine. Taking it community college is fine. Taking at Baylor or some other four-year institution is fine. It's sort of like a freebie, if you will. Yeah, it's one of the few classes that, especially pre-med students, you don't have to stress out about. Just get it done. If you have the AP credit, move forward, move on. And, and take some of those other classes you need to focus on. There are a handful of schools that I have seen that they want every single prerequisite to be done at their home institution. But again, these are not a ton of schools. To be on the safe side, I always say double check if there's a school you've wanted to go to your whole life. Just double check what their policies are on online program or online classes or community college credits just because you don't want to close that door for yourself. But if you're just like, I want to go somewhere, I don't care where, you'll be able to get in taking this class in any format, which is nice. It's a good one to like, you can postpone it to your first summer or even take it before you get here. But remember, it is a prerequisite, so you do want to be mindful of that and get it done sooner rather than later. It's not one to just postpone to senior year because you don't need it for the MCAT or whatever. Right. And I do also just want to chime in and encourage you to check the other classes that you're going to need in the future, such as maybe Statistics 2381 or any other classes that are out there with all of your classes as you look into your four-year plan double check all of the prerequisites for all the different classes that are on the horizon just to make sure whether you need calculus or maybe there's some other class that you might need just to make sure that you have everything that you've taken everything in a timely fashion and as always please work with your academic advisor about planning your future semesters I'd say a good rule of thumb is within your first year. So before you start that sophomore year, get the calculus class done. But again, if you already have AP or dual credit on it, use that and move forward. After how can I take calculus and how do I get out of taking calculus? You can't. I'm sorry. Um, The next biggest question is which statistics class do I have to take for whatever program, pre-med, pre-PT, whatever And the answer is, what is required for your major? That's usually going to be the easiest option. And from that, there's Statistics 1380, and then there's 2381. Most students are going to be just fine taking the 1380 route. Very few of you are going to be required to take the 2381. 1380 can kind of be taken anywhere. Double check with your advisor on that. 2381, though, I really recommend you take it at Baylor because it's not offered at very many institutions, so it's just a hard credit to transfer into Baylor. But most students, they get it taken care of in their major, like psych stats, just use the psych stats, business stats, social stats, all of those work. Right. And also, I would say 
to keep in mind, you know, especially if you're a pre-med student, what is on the MCAT, you know, usually pre-med students are going to go ahead and take the stats 2381. It's more of a biostatistics type of course. And also it depends on the school that you plan to apply to. I believe Baylor College of Medicine um, prefers a biostatistics class if you're going to take statistics. So again, just as Mindy said, please check your schools. What do they prefer um, as far as the level of statistics? And also keep in mind your goals. You know, do you want to do research? Do you want to do an internship in the future, especially, you know, a lab research based internship? You know, sometimes you can become a better applicant to those internships if you have certain skills, if you have statistical analysis skills, if you have coding skills, you know, a lot of other technical skills can um, help you get selected for those internships. And I think it comes back to something that we talk about all the time. And I don't know if we like script it into episodes anymore, but we used to say it in the beginning of this. Quality over quantity. And don't look for those loopholes. A lot of students, they want to take the easiest statistics class. They they want to find the, the quickest route out of those requirements. And with calculus, you kind of have it because if you came in with some kind of credit or you can just go take it at your community college. But for statistics, take the one that's going to, like you said, be the best fit for your long-term goals. And if your goal is just do what I have to do, fine, move on. But if you're wanting to do research, go ahead and take that higher level statistics course. It's going to be more beneficial long-term. As far as the MCAT goes, courses that are covered on the MCAT, calculus is not one of them, but courses that are prerequisite paired with calculus are. Um, But statistics is on the MCAT, so I always try to tell students, make sure that you get that done before you schedule the MCAT or before you take the MCAT. There are people that will self-study for those sections, but that's one that I wouldn't want to self-study for that. I feel like that's a little bit too intense if you haven't had any exposure to statistics at all. Right. And another point to chime in is whatever you decide to do, if you decide to take the class, which, again, as Mindy recommended, that's that would be the more ideal scenario. Or if you choose a self-study, you'll want to make sure that you complete the entirety of the class or the information prior to taking the MCAT. So in other words, don't take stats in the same semester that you're planning to take the MCAT. You want to have totally completed stats so you are best prepared for the MCAT. And I'd say whenever we're talking about classes that need to be taken a certain way in a certain format or whatever, statistics is one you can take that in the summer. You you can take that in a way that relieves some of that excessive math, excessive science from your semesters that a lot of our students see. So if you do want to take that one over the summer, that's totally fine. You just want to make sure that you're taking it in a way that if you're not in, in Waco, it'll transfer in or where you're actually learning the content. Because with it being on the MCAT, you want to make sure that you're actually learning it and you're not going to, let's say there are certain community colleges where you go in, you take a nap, you get an A, it's great. That's that's not the kind of class you're wanting to do for statistics. And uh, just to ask you a quick question, common question I get with statistics is, can I take it online, especially for pre-med students? You know, given that some med schools don't accept online sciences, is statistics, I mean, I know it's a math class, is that okay to take online or does it just depend on the school? 
It kind of depends on the school, but the quick answer is kind of go for it. For the most part, you'll be fine doing it online. I would have issues taking a statistics class online myself just because of kind of the content and understanding all of those intricacies within stats. And I can't imagine watching a lecture on statistics and not being involved in it. That would be really weird. Um, But yes, that's one that if your schools allow, you can typically get away taking it online because it's just the science classes for the most part that are you need to do it this way. But again, how are you going to do your best in the course and how are you actually going to learn the content? If you're one of those people that you learned in COVID that online courses are not your friend and you just kind of click through your tests and you're not absorbing the information, don't do that one that way because statistics is going to come up a lot in what you're doing. If you're not doing research now, you're going to be doing it in medical school. So you want to make sure that you have a good basis for statistics. Are there any special stats classes that honor students have to take, or is it just the standalone ones? Uh, That's a great question. Uh, Not that I'm aware of. It's really just going to depend on the student's major and, you know, again, their designation if they're pre-med, pre-dent, pre-PA, whatever the case may be. As far as honors goes, the only classes that that we require for honors are at this point in time in July 2023 (laughs) is uh, two great text classes, colloquium, the research preparedness, one-hour classes, and then, of course, the thesis. Um, Everything else, as far as getting your honors units, um, it's really up to you what classes you want to take. So if if there is an honors section of stats, feel free, go ahead and do that. Or if you want to do an honors contract for stats, that's great, too. But yeah, there's not really a specific stats that they have to take. Cool. And then as a final note, with this being kind of a, you have a little bit of freedom with where you take these classes. It's not as rigorous on you have to X, Y, Z, like your sciences. Just keep in mind how the GPA calculations work. If you take a class outside of Baylor, it's not calculated into your overall GPA and it's not going to help your GPA. So if you are a strong math student, it might be beneficial to take it at Baylor. If you aren't such a strong math student, do with that information what you will. But it will be calculated in your overall GPA and in your BCPM. So they'll see it in two different ways once you're sending GPAs to professional schools. I think that's something that students forget sometimes is that those GPAs are calculated on everything you take, regardless of where you took it. But if you're trying to work on your Baylor GPA, and this is a strength, try to take it at Baylor so that you can ooch that up, but know that it'll be calculated in somewhere. Um, But it will calculate with your math and science as well as your overall. And I just want to circle back to the question of timing, Mm -hmm. when to take calculus, when to take statistics. You might want to jot down a rough sketch of your next four years. And that also includes summers. Yes. So does that, you know, do you have a study abroad that you want to do? Is there an internship you want to do or research or shadowing or maybe you need to go home and work full time to save money? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. So although it can be tempting to say, oh, yeah, I'll just take stats. I'll take calc in the summer, next summer, or a couple summers from now. Although you potentially have that option, You also want to keep in mind any other goals that you want to pursue 
So that way you don't get into a situation where you are forced to take the class because you need it for another class or as a prerequisite or maybe there's a schedule conflict or maybe you have a great opportunity for an internship that you didn't realize you would get but now you're stuck with this class so you know you just want to make sure that you think carefully about when you want to take certain classes. I think that's really smart and that made me think of the fact that like we are only talking about this from a pre-health standpoint. If you are in a major where you have to take like through Calc 4, you probably need to be prioritizing taking Calc 1, day one, moment one, get it out of the way. I'm thinking engineering majors. I was thinking about like, I think it's chem. They have to take a ton of Calc. Um, I think physics majors also have to take a ton of Calc. And statistics for our social science majors, psychology, sociology, you have to take a ton of stats. So getting those done early and often (laughs) is going to be important. So working with your academic advisor, knowing that where you place them for pre-health is not make or break. Your sciences are always going to be the most important of your prerequisites, but not to undersell them either. I feel like I'm making it sound like these classes are easy because you don't have to worry about them. You don't have to worry about them from like a placing them in your schedule standpoint, not doing well in them. They still are difficult courses. I see all the ranges of grades on these classes on transcripts. So remember, these are college level math classes that are difficult. I took business calc in college and I definitely struggled through it and definitely went to the tutoring center a lot. So don't take these courses lightly. If they're your strength, that's fantastic. Do with that information what you will. If it is something that you're a little worried about, know that like a summer session is going to be an awesome option. You're just taking the one class. You can really focus on it. And that's a great option to kind of get it off your plate. Don't worry about it. Just take it next summer move on. Yeah. And I think the bottom line is talk to your academic advisor about your plans. So, you know, of course, ultimately, you decide when you want to take certain classes, but the academic advisors are here to support you and help you achieve your goals. So whatever your plans are, whether it's to take calc and stats now or push it off to a, a future semester, Just be in conversation with your advisor about not only your timing of when you want to take those classes, but again, any other goals that you have, whether it's extracurricular or majors, adding a minor, all of that. Just be open with your academic advisor and they can help uh, guide you on the best path forward. That makes me think of a quote that my dad has used my whole life and I'm like, I'm pretty much to the point that I'm just going to get it embossed on my office. You don't know what you don't know. It always bothered me whenever I said it growing up, and now I'm like, I get it. Advisors are here because you don't know what you don't know, and we're here to kind of fill in the cracks of here are my plans, here's what I want to do, here's what I have to do. And so if we don't know your full plan and your full goals, it makes it almost impossible to do our job. So be very open and honest with your advisors about wanting to do study abroad, wanting to do pre-med, or if you're questioning pre-med, have all those conversations with them so they can give you the best information possible because we know a lot, but we can't read your mind. So if we don't know that you're questioning these things or you need a plan B, we don't know to provide that. So I think it's important to remember that we're here to provide you with, you don't know what you don't know, so you can plan ahead, but without knowing what you know, we can't do our job either. Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. (laughs) That needs to be said in every episode. (laughs) And also, if I could just give an encouragement to students, if you have 
several goals in mind, at least for my, in my advising appointments, it is helpful when the students let me know at the beginning of the appointment that they have multiple goals in mind uh, because that will help me know how best to guide the conversation mm-hmm. rather than we go through sort of the normal, okay, here's your major, your biology, okay, that's it. And then we get to the end of our 30 minutes and they let me know, oh, by the way, I want to do a second major in Spanish and also I'm studying abroad in Argentina next fall. You know, it, it does help to have that information on hand prior to either prior to the appointment or at the very beginning of the appointment. Yes. And I think that even goes back to our original topic of the math classes where somebody may email me and say, how can I take calculus one? And they're not asking, can I take it online or can I take it X, Y, Z way? What they're really asking is, how can I fit this in my schedule because I'm overwhelmed? Or how can I find another way to do this that makes the most sense? And so finding out what students are actually asking in their questions is really helpful. So whenever you do get that deeper information before an appointment or at the beginning of an appointment, that is really helpful to kind of figure out, like, what are we actually trying to talk about today? Because sometimes you get a simple question, like, what math class do I need to take? And it turns out, like, oh, there's a lot more to this than just that simple question. So that's also really helpful and helpful to the students, I think, for them to know we get asked the same question 15 different ways all day long. So we need to know how you're asking it so that we can best provide you information. I think I want to be pre-optometry. Does that mean you know nothing about it? Does that mean you've already done all the research and you know everything there is to know about pre-optometry? Because I've gotten every version of it. (laughs) But I think being able to talk to students like this to give them an insider view of like, how we get asked questions so that they can better ask questions is always helpful. This has been an open chat with Coco and Mindy about calculus and statistics. Just know that we we are here to help you. We want to help any way that we can, but there are other offices on campus that may be a better resource for you, and we can always direct you to them if you come to us first. But you're not alone on this journey, and if you have any questions, you can always reach us at baylor.edu slash prehealth. Bye. Bye.